guys, welcome to From My Lens. So today will be the last episode for season one and I decided to close 2020 by leveling up with Mills Gray, who left her corporate in her 20s to become a scuba dive instructor. She later decided to set up a few different businesses and has a large portfolio of incomes. She now runs her own health and wellness business and has helped many women start and grow their own businesses. Mills is also a leadership and lifestyle coach who helps business owners who feel like they're constantly hustling to be successful and aren't achieving what they want. She basically breathes belief into women. So please help me welcome Mills Gray. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, we're heading into darker nights, darker afternoons, but I'm Definitely. here in my cozy cabin. <laughs> outdoor cabin where I work and it's yeah it's nice it's like a little hideaway <laughs> yeah I love it um yeah so from being a scuba diver to setting up various businesses now you have your own health and wellness business where you help empower other women and breathe belief into them how did you or how do you do that please tell me and tell our listeners what empowered you to become um, a life coach and take this journey? So, <laughs> it, I don't know where even to go back to. I'm going to go back as far as um, I left university and mm -hmm. I got a degree. I kind of scraped through. I was doing, um, I suppose, the traditional route of what you might consider yeah. Uh, Western culture encourages us to do Absolutely. and um, and that included like getting a job in corporate mm -hmm. um, you just you know getting my own flat with friends like just doing all the things right. <laughs> it is um, I, I suppose I was encouraged to do that as well and everything was fine and dandy um, I suffered uh, a trauma I, I got post-traumatic stress disorder following something that happened to me mm -hmm. and I decided that I was just gonna go and do something different and um, I was young enough to, to really not, I'm never conformed. I'm, I'm, I'm a total rebel. Yeah. And so it was like stepping into my rebellious power. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to go and do the things that light me up mm -hmm. and not worry about careers and getting a house, mortgages and things like that. I just wow. like, you know, let's just go and do that. And so I suppose that was the first step was really empowering myself as opposed to others. It was just like, go do this. You've got nothing to lose. You've yeah. got everything to gain. Um, and so I went and traveled um, and traveled to some amazing countries, which were um, incredible. Um, I discovered a real sense of what I call freedom. Yes. As free as we can be. I wasn't, I didn't have any dependence. I was able to go from country to country. Sorry, I was, what, uh, what countries did you go to or travel yeah, to? So I started in um, Thailand. Wow. I lived yeah. in uh, on a beautiful island called Koh Tao. Um, mm -hmm. And I then went to Australia. Mm -hmm. Then I went to Malaysia. I lived on this island called the Perinthian Islands, which is, mm -hmm. there's no roads. Yeah. At the time, there was like no, there was no internet. Like when I was traveling, <laughs> internet didn't really exist. Yeah. Um, so it was literally like lost. <laughs> if right. you um, without the car, without the big plane crash. Yeah. It was like you are living <laughs> on idyllic, 
completely in the middle of nowhere. But that's um, the beauty of it, right? Like I feel like nowadays when you're traveling, you're constantly just like Instagramming everything. You're not mm-hmm. living in the moment. And I know. I know it's like there's a part of me that wants to experience doing what I did and the islands that I went to nowadays I'd love to just go back and go oh my god they've there's wi-fi like you can use your phone however it's 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 an experience because you to entertain yourselves was you know on an island where there's no tvs (laughs) I don't even know how we did it literally I look back I'm like how did we um but we did and we enjoyed ourselves and uh probably too much drinking was involved yeah um, so yeah thailand malaysia australia mm-hmm. um egypt so i lived in oh, um okay. yeah i lived in a in a place in egypt i found that quite hard if i'm honest um Why going, is that? Mind me asking. well going from from asia where women do everything like they are they are complete powerhouses they they run things they work they they look after the kids they're they're very very especially Thailand they are very very there and busy to being in a country where I did not see any women other than tourists and I found that hard um I always think you need to respect the country and culture of places that you go to but it just didn't resonate that well with me Mm -hmm. um however the diving was amazing, like yeah. beautiful. Fantastic. How did you become a diver? That that was just astonishing for me when I when I um, when I heard that. Um, well, I I actually had previously dived. Yeah. I learned to do uh, like the basics mm-hmm. um, a few years before I went traveling. So I knew I liked it, but I didn't think I was gonna become an instructor. I just thought mm-hmm. I would go and go traveling and do a little, you know, to see what happens. But the island that I went to live on is a very much a diver's island. Everybody's there has, yeah. you know, been there for six months to six years. Oh, wow. They're all going down. It's a very much, a, it's a route of, of like, you learn to dive, you then become something called a dive master um, and then you become an instructor. So I became an instructor in Australia. And um, I just, it was really, do you know what? It was to fund me living in different countries, doing something that I loved mm-hmm. um, and gave me the ability to travel. So that was the kind of, um, I suppose, the real reason. I loved it though. I loved it. I really did love diving. Teaching diving? Mm. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But I had some crazy experiences in Malaysia. I taught a whole... Um, uh soap opera like the cast of a soap opera a malay soap opera yeah yeah and, and they I were like they were super famous i yeah. didn't know who they were. that's amazing <laughs> and i bet that's where you, that's where you uh met your husband correct in malaysia yeah that's yeah. right yeah so i met my husband in malaysia he was doing the same thing mm-hmm. and we kind of traveled around um and we came back to the uk and the reason we came back to the uk is yeah. Uh, the Asian tsunami had happened in 2004 and he had been I had gone home for Christmas he had been out there um when you know we carried on for another maybe year and a half of and that's where we went from Thailand to Egypt but my husband hadn't been home for a long time and so we we thought okay let's come back to England and just have a little pit stop but that pit stop ended up being um well we've been here too long (laughs) but um so so back to your original question sorry I've kind of gone off on a on a on a diver oh, I'm sorry I think I no, no. <laughs> is um I kind of 
I knew I didn't want to go back into corporate life. Yeah. And so my father was an entrepreneur. He had done loads of different businesses himself. And he encouraged me. He was living in Portugal and he encouraged me oh, to. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he'd encouraged me to just do something different and gave me an opportunity. Actually, he said, do you want to work on something with me, a project? And we started an art school, which is um, a painting holiday company in Portugal. It's like an artist's retreat. And that has been my bread and butter, really, Um, up until COVID. Um, That was my bread and butter, but it gave me a taste of working for myself. And then I got introduced to a wellness brand from a friend of mine I am a yes person I suppose that is most important thing to say is I'm a real yes person Mm -hmm. and so when someone offers me an opportunity I will say yes if Mm -hmm. it resonates with me I'll say yes and just give things a go and that has actually been an incredible business decision I it's a company called Arbon I've become a vice president um, of the company and that then allowed me to look at something else and that was the coaching so I've been working for myself for the last 12 years. Yes. So yeah, it's been um it's been a, a, a thing of choice. That's right. that is the big thing. Is I just wanted to have choice. I didn't want to be told if I wanted to go, I mean That's I've got kids now, so it's different. But if I wanted to go to Thailand for a month, if yeah. I was working for someone, I couldn't do that. Right. Whereas, if I was yeah, exactly. If I was doing my own thing, I could. I can't now because I've got kids who are at school and it's all, you know, it's a little bit different. <laughs> But there was that, that was my driving force. Get some choice, get something that you like to do mm-hmm. that you can be good at. And I've realized I've got a very strong work ethic. I like to be successful at things. Mm-hmm. And so I just, yeah, I, I power into things. And through my coaching, I've helped women to kind of level up. <laughs> right, level up. Exactly. That's what we're here for. Now, yeah. I wanted to ask you, when did you know that you wanted to take that entrepreneurial path? Was that because of your dad? I think intuitively, I knew that I didn't want to do the, the traditional path. Right. And by going and doing all of the all of the things, all of the traveling, all of the living in different countries, I definitely knew that I didn't want to go back into any form of corporate life. And so my father did actively encourage me. Um, and that was an opportunity um, to, to, to kind of do it. So, uh, but once I started, I knew that that was the right thing for me to do. I knew that working for myself, I had, I, you know, I, I had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was kind of like it just fitted. I, right. you know, worked around my my new, you know, my new baby, yeah. and it was just, yeah, it fitted, and it's just been in flow ever since. So it's mm-hmm. just definitely, it was the right move. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, when you're doing your own, when you work for yourself, you always have doubts and like, oh, right. is this going to work? Is this project going to work? Yes. Shall I be doing that? Should we be doing that? Right. But, that's business. Mm-hmm. And what do you enjoy the most about being an entrepreneur? Um, well, that I'm my own boss. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if I want to do something like this, I can do something like this. If I want to go and take my kids swimming, I can take my kids swimming. It's, it's again, it's that choice. Choice and freedom are the two things that I feel every human should have, but most don't. So 
yes, you have to make hard decisions. Yes, people only see the kind of success, I suppose. They don't see the work that goes into that. Um, You haven't got the comfort of, yeah, you haven't got the comfort of someone just, you know, you being an employee and just on a payroll. So it is a bit kind of, it's a bit more exciting. (laughs) But for some, that's not what they want. I'm sure that like there are people who are thank you I would rather have the comfort and knowledge and understanding that I'm absolutely in, I'm in um, yeah no I definitely agree with you and I think like it's really come down it really comes uh down to do you love your job do you love what you do are you passionate about it if there is no passion if there's all of that is being lack is lacking then obviously that's not the right path for you um now just kind of going back to you know your journey as a life coach i know being a life mm-hmm. coach can at times be a tough road um in the difficult moments how do you stay focused on moving forward and making progress um so my clients keep me focused mm-hmm. for sure right. um so I, I, you know, I want to do what is right and best for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have like real daily methods of operation, like things that I do on a daily basis that yeah. keep the, the, the needle moving in my business. So do you mean that? Yeah, exactly. Like how do you keep yourself motivated? How do you, you know, just kind of um, constantly making that progress? I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure there are days that it's never going to be you know, every day is not going to be glorious, but how do you face those difficult challenges? Yeah. So I just, I've got to the fortunate stage where if things aren't gelling how I want it to be, I'll just take the day off. Right. I won't stress about that. Um, But I work a lot in like flow and how I feel and being creative. If I feel creative, I'll be creative. Um, and if I'm feeling like I want to just watch something on Netflix, I'll watch something on Netflix and yeah. not beat myself up about it. But I, I, I've also, I, 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 th- I think I said, I've got a really strong work ethic. So for me, sitting around doing nothing, I just don't want to do that. So I do, I'm self-motivated, I'm, I'm a self-motivator. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also work with a team of like 200 women who mm-hmm. I help to grow their own business in wellness mm-hmm. Um, with my Arbonne business so there's always something to do like there's always there is always something that I I should be helping or doing or 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 mentoring or coaching and so as long as I get the things done that I need to do I don't give myself too much of, of a of a headache about whether I do certain things on certain days absolutely and if you don't mind me asking um well first of all I've obviously uh, face dyslexia as well um, growing up and I know you mentioned um, earlier to me that that was something that you had um, you know got over now is that something that you actually get over or is that something we learn no yeah I definitely have not got over it like it's there but I have learned to know my strengths know my weaknesses Mm -hmm. um and on my weaknesses i might get help so if i give an example um i built my website on squarespace right so incredible by the way oh thank you (laughs) so i knew what i wanted to say yeah so i had a copywriter Mm -hmm. and she cost me like i don't know 500 pounds about the equivalent of like five five six hundred euros 
I knew that by doing that, I wasn't going to make all the grammatical mistakes and it was going to be written correctly. And I would get my message across. And I hired someone who is a professional. They didn't cost thousands and thousands. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of outsource things that I know might not be my strong points. Right. Um, Same for maths. Like I'm dyslexic in maths as well. And um, so I have like a, I have a bookkeeper and I have an accountant and they kind of do the things that I can't do. And I think when you start as an entrepreneur, you are everything. You're like marketing, PR, accountant, sales, blah, 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 (laughs) all of it. So um, it's about knowing if that's not your strong point. See if someone can help you exchange a service. If, if you're good at, you know, making a video, say to your friend who's great at accounting, I tell you what, I'll make you a video for free if you do my accounting. You know, like I'm all about networking and connecting people and 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 you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> yeah. It's all about like smart working, right? Not like training yourself with something that isn't your power or sorry, isn't your, um, you know, high point, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really about... Uh, working in a way that you're also happy and at the same time you're um kind of doing it in a smart way yes yeah exactly that exactly and and not you know not everybody can do that to start with when you're an entrepreneur or starting up your own thing or in a startup you can't always do that so then use your resources you know use use what you're you're good at and swap Mm -hmm. services and work with other small businesses and see if they can help you. And, and then if you, the more you get bigger, yeah, have more disposable income, Absolutely. hire those people. Exactly. As, as yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. And there's no shame no. in that. Just say, Not you, at all. you are networking and you're giving other people the opportunity and using their skills um, yeah. and combining your skills together, uh, yeah. which is a great and powerful um, thing to do. Completely. Completely. Exactly. You're completing it. Now, um, what are some of our tips for other women um, who want to have a successful life and career path? I think the first thing is, is really find out what lights you up. Right. I think a lot of us could have been defined by the job we had, Mm -hmm. the career we went into, the parents that we are. um, And we kind of inherit those roles so I'm just going to give you an example I have a client who is was a complete superwoman in her corporate career Mm -hmm. she then got married she had children she decided she didn't want to go back to work full-time and then she said we've started working she's like I'm just a mom and I was like okay well before you were just a mom what were you and she was like oh I was just a director for an ad agency and I was like okay so both of those things you define what it is what is it that lights you up what do you love and that's a really difficult question to answer for a lot of people and so if you're listening the listeners who are listening if you don't know that's okay don't beat yourself up about it but then write down the things that you don't like to get to the things that light you up and it's a it's a process and it takes a little bit of time but I really believe that finding your kind of purpose is the first start in doing what what makes you happy absolutely where do you want to go what do you want to do what's important to you what are your values like what are your personal values um once you know your personal values you might that might help you to to work out where it is that you want to go 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, when you're helping other women and empowering them, um, is it just for like, what kind of businesses? Is it for health and wellness? What, it, what, what are the major points that you really focus on? You know what? It's interesting. For my coaching, there is no real pattern of industry that okay. people come from. Right. But I will say my client, my ideal client, the people that I work with are small business owners or entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. They are women. They're women who probably listen to seminars, do online courses, um, are hustling all the time, but they're just not quite at the success that they want to be. Yeah. And that is really, I always say, like, imagine if you worked as hard on your inner self as you do your social media or your marketing. Yeah. And that's where their shift is, is that they start to really kind of, I look at certain pillars of, of success and I'll look at resilience and I'll look at spirituality. Um, I'll look at vision and goals and where they want to go. And a lot of the time they haven't really given themselves that time. Right. And that can be the shift that, that moves them to the success. They've got the strategies in place. Yes. They might be hustling so much that that energy is just like frantic and hustly and people are like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Well, the excitement is missing in the hustling. Yeah, they're just hustling. Yeah. So so that is my kind of coaching client. Um, and I have everything from like interior designers to people who work in wellness, um, to people who have their own startup in being like a, PAs, um, you know, uh, personal assistants, like exactly. virtual assistants. Virtual assistants, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but in my album business, the women that I say I breathe belief into, I mentor them really. I'm mentoring them to help them start their online business. And that is in, is product driven. So it's mm -hmm. nutrition, skincare, makeup. So that is fully wellness. Right. Um, and that I love as well. That's a real passion of mine. Awesome. I love seeing people who become successful. And exactly they didn't know that they had it in them yeah definitely that's that's so incredible yeah, it's exciting and and I think that's all obviously a purpose by being able to help others and bring out that superpower in them um now self-care tips in terms of self-care tips when you're going through a stressful time um or busy period what are some ways that you um keep yourself accountable so I think that there are lot, one size doesn't fit all. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Not everybody likes certain things and some people love other things. Mm -hmm. So I like have a kind of toolbox of self-care tips, mm -hmm. but things that I really like doing is um, being out in nature. Yeah. So that could be the ocean or mm -hmm. just being out in like the woods grounding myself taking my shoes and socks off standing on the ground um i i love looking for things animals because i just think animals really connect you spiritually um i love sound baths so meditation sound baths i meditate every single day uh, i listen to vision meditations and um taking a bath yeah. essential oils oh, I guess, I guess so many. yeah me too yeah. <laughs> lighting a candle um reading a book yeah like I think the most important thing though is schedule in some time for yourself That's and fun. you will work out which little one lights you up and which you like doing and then make sure you schedule some time to do it absolutely 
I think like we're just so stuck in that rat race trying to prove ourselves, but more than proving ourselves, we're constantly proving our neighbors or others. And that's when, you know, it gets really confusing for people. It's like, are they doing it for themselves or are they doing it for others? So do you actually help your clients actually, do you actually call them out on on their bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm quite... um... It's a safe space and I'll ask them permission. But usually when I, if I'm hearing something, I'll say, this is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just repeat what I'm hearing. And usually when they hear it themselves, they're like, oh yeah, that's bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's not about like, shaming them or- Exactly, or, no, for sure. It, it's more like, you, you know, rip the band-aid off rip the plaster off let's get to the root of like wh- why are you making excuses w- yeah. what is actually going on mm-hmm. and let's move forward from it um but i definitely have a a no bullshit approach but in just i just call a spade a spade you know it's like that's just my personality yeah <laughs> definitely and do you think like a lot of your clients feel like oh i need to start over or something that you make them realize okay this is not maybe they were on a wrong path and you direct them to where they really should be um now what is your how would you really complete the sentence when i say it's okay to start over well i love that because i hate perfectionism like i hate it i think that it is crippling for so many people. Mm-hmm. I think it can stop you from doing so many things. Right. Let's take this podcast. If you needed it to be like, I don't know, you would never press play and send and, and sort it out. Exactly. If there was, like, everything had to be perfect. Yeah. And, and so I always say there's, you know, it's about being good enough okay is it okay great then do it just send it just do it exactly do it and it's the same for starting over like if it didn't work okay great what did you learn from it how can you move forward from learning from what you did that you can tweak a little bit change a few things make it different what what did you learn what was your failing forward rather than just going oh fuck it it didn't work therefore I'm I'm crap I'm never going to do anything again that's you know yeah I I agree with you rather than dwelling over it I think often people are just like oh I could have done this I could have done that no let's move forward let's make it better uh because every day we're given a chance to breathe and that's the whole purpose right Um, absolutely I I don't believe there's anything I don't believe perfectionism exists so absolutely I agree with you because it's it's almost like it's just been created and I don't know by 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 who by who (laughs) by the person yeah by the creator (laughs) <laughs> who has this been created it's almost like even dyslexia mental health why do we call these things these names mm-hmm. isn't that something that should already be existed or exist in existence yeah you know so yeah. that's quite interesting cool yeah so just yeah do the do do is it good enough is it okay yes great go do it and if you want need to start over that's okay to start over mm-hmm. just what lessons did you learn and just change change what you've learned from you know your mistake change it do something different never know what will happen absolutely now um in terms of like making an impact do you feel you're already making impact or what are your future uh ways of making an impact um in this world nice i 
think I'm making an impact. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've made an impact on a few people's lives and that's cool. I would love to make more of an impact, but that's me going back to the work ethic. You know, I do strive to just keep on going and do better, make more. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But I measure success on how happy I am. Definitely. And at the moment, I'm in a really happy place. Uh, I mean, COVID, don't get me wrong. COVID's been there. (laughs) Oh, gosh, yeah. It's just been a nightmare for her. It's been a nightmare for for everyone. For Literally, there's everybody is affected. Um, But, but yeah, I think I would like to carry on making more of an impact. I would like, I would love to be somebody who stands up on stage and has an arena full of like 60,000 people listening to me that's amazing yeah that's honestly that's so incredible and um you know just hearing your story and even before our podcast things that you shared was just so empowering and powerful for me and that just moved me to be honest um and just giving you the courage to even because you did mention some traumas and how you just picked your bags up you're like you know what I'm just going to go travel on my own. I think that's just so powerful and incredible, especially during the time when we actually had no social media. Um, yeah. I mean, it was very bare minimum. Um, <laughs> no. So that's so incredible. And I know a lot we of- We played a lot of cards. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We um, talk. <laughs> definitely. Now, now we've, we have given that advantage to do it, but- um, I know. At the same time, I feel like you actually really lived and you were present, and it's so. I was, hard. but that is also because I'm older than you. I'm like twenty-three <laughs> <laughs> and wiser. I <laughs> know, just um, more. I just lived lived longer. But yeah, you, you're so right. It's like um, I don't know. Don't don't live in regrets of things that you. My biggest regret was, what if I don't do that? then what happens that's what I wanted to ask you actually yeah 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 just do it you know be a yes person Mm -hmm. I'm wearing a jumper today that says yes that's (laughs) perfect I love it that's so cool I think you know just don't live in the regrets of what ifs if we had more courage to jump out of our comfort zone and do things you you become more empowered you feel alive you feel good you're doing the things that you didn't dare think you would be able to so when are you launching your book called Level Up? <laughs> <laughs> I need to find someone to write it for me. <laughs> um, maybe I can do it for you. But, maybe um, yeah, oh, that's a great You know what? Watch this place. <laughs> <laughs> I really think you should come up with your own book called Level Up. I mean, whatever title you want to give it, but... Uh, I love that. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm still like, I really like that. Life I'm story in that. There. Yeah, that'd be so cool um yeah honestly you've inspired uh, me sorry you've inspired me to do that no thank you so much I think you've inspired all of us and anybody who's listening and who've even listened to um this podcast um this far I'm pretty sure you've inspired them and um yeah for anybody who's listening to this what advice would you want to give them who wants to get into a similar career path as you and who wants to feel empowered but feels constantly especially in today's world with social media everything everything's being constantly judged we constantly want to be that perfect person and but like you said there's no such thing as perfectionist Mm -hmm. uh what advice would you give them no matter what age 
you know what like I know and I'm not saying this to to plug my business I would say get a coach yeah because I have a coach Mm -hmm. I have a business coach she's an incredible woman and I have a you know safe space to talk and get get things out and Mm -hmm. ideas and and I think if that's what what you're looking for then surround yourself with people who've already made it to the place where you want to be so for example my business coach isn't somebody for a brand new startup entrepreneur because Mm -hmm. they probably would find her prices too much but also just it might be a bit much mm-hmm. um whereas for me it works and and there's coaches at all different levels of people's kind of career journey so there's coaches for people who are who want to transition out of corporate into running their own business there's coaches for um for solopreneurs for female solopreneurs you know there's so many different coaches i would say get a coach because that's probably going to help you level up at whatever level you're at Definitely, exactly. And um, if somebody who maybe, especially during this COVID time, um, what advice can you give them, especially when they maybe can't afford a coach? Um, mm-hmm. How should they stay motivated? Um, yeah, you know, there's so many great, you know, listen to podcasts, read good books, switch the news off, right? Um, learn. Your, your, the only way to grow is to, is it, your growth is through your own learnings. So just make sure that you're constantly learning something new and growing and developing. Absolutely. And I'm um, sorry, lastly, I wanted to kind of touch on, you did say you're, you always find ways to stay motivated. Now there are days when, and I found that actually very empowering because um, there are days when we aren't motivated and we feel like, oh, I'm not feeling motivated today. So I don't want to go to the gym or I don't want to do this. I'm just, just feel, feeling super low. But do you think that's a time when we should really pick ourselves up and be like, you know, you know what, I'm going to go hit that, um, you know, 10K run or hit that gym. Um, well, that's a really good question because there have been times, let's take exercise as a great example. There are times when I think, oh, because I run quite a lot. And there's yeah. times I think, oh, I don't want to go running. And then when I go, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did. I feel amazing. Right. Sometimes it depends how big the resistance is. But I would say, if you're not going to do the 10K, why don't you just go for a walk exactly. and see how you feel afterwards? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So just that baby steps and... Um, baby steps. Baby I always think, do even on the days when I'm not motivated and I want to sit and watch Netflix that I will do at least one thing that I will go okay cool I did that now go go sit down (laughs) I'll go chill out but do one thing go for that walk do you know do the the Instagram post that's going to connect with somebody or you know if it's whatever your business is just do the one thing do a thing but I think motivation you know, you just have to put Tony Robbins on to go like, oh my God, okay, I'm going to go and do it. Or Grant Cardone. There's so many, you know, motivational speakers. Yeah. I will often listen to stuff that, that that raises my vibration and then see how I feel after that. If I then still feel like I want to just do nothing, well, surrender, do nothing, but, but try and just, you know. To do something exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, but I suppose the biggest thing is don't, don't sit and judge yourself for what you've done because then you're, know just going round and round in a circle yeah definitely wow well thank you so much I know you're so welcome yeah thank you so much for coming on from my lens podcast yeah. um that's great and leveling up and leveling up. if anybody wants to I do 
I do free like power sessions, um, like a little 30 minute blitz. If anybody wants to get in touch with me, they're totally welcome to. Yeah, definitely. And um, you know what? I will be putting your Instagram handle and your website. So thank you. if anybody wants to get in touch, please do reach out to Mills Gray. In Happy the it. meantime, thank you so much, Mills, for coming in. Thank you. Such a pleasure. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a lovely day. Bye now. Bye.